You hear me? I hear you loud and clear, Ron. You hear Once yourself? again, I hear myself. What, I hear you. We were singing a little ditty earlier. What was that? Uh, uh, what? Oh, we're uh, singing. It Bob was Seger. The summer of 1962. Uh, sit on my sit and often wonder. To the sound of thunder, right? Start humming. How far off I sat and wondered about the sound of thunder. Humming a song since 1962. Wondering how the night moves. Wondering how the night moves. Yeah. Nice. There yes. you go. It was, it was almost like we were like, uh, it was, it was very It's something about the warm weather out there. We're walking from the car. By the, by the lakefront. Yeah. yeah. It, almost romantic. It wasn't me and you. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wasn't. <laughs> Oh, I got our open, and um, um, we will start up. We are at NFA once again. Hold on one second. Listen how the announcer announces our names. You appreciate it. Small Expo 2021. This is the Fireworks Brigade. This celebration of the people and passion of fireworks is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. Wow. I, I thought you'd appreciate that. You got nothing out of that guy. <laughs> nothing. Got nothing. I'm the one Are you him. sure? I was going to say, do you owe him money or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> he seems I'm, to like me. I'm the one paying him. I know it. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, well, we're, we're, we are, we're broadcasting live, Ron, from the... Um, from the Dominator Hospitality Room, and nobody's here, though. I'm, I, I, I think it's a joke. I, 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 think, what, I joke think what they did was like, yeah, you can set up in the hospitality room because we moved out already. <laughs> it's, not, it's not very hospitable. <laughs> I know. People are looking at us, and we're like, we got nothing. We got no Coke. We got no, no, no snacks. There's an empty uh, chafing dish. looks very and it looks like there And it looks like there was water and ice at one time. I'm just wondering if the, if the hospitality room is closed. It's sadly melted. And yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. Well, we were expecting. Maybe that's why we here. got a spot here. They're like, yeah, we're yeah, go done. Ahead, yeah, it, we yeah. moved out. <laughs> Leave it for the Fireworks Brigade guys. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, and we got. You were playing bago in here earlier. That's how much room we have in this room. You're throwing beanbags. And right now, I'm drawing little smiley faces oh, on the tablecloth because I'm just, I'm just so bored. I thought there'd be a lot of people here. You're desecrating the, uh, the, the, the furniture. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when all else fails, destroy. <laughs> I think it's a typical, uh, it's a typical, uh, you know, pyro move, you know. Yeah. Well, so it's night two of uh, NFA Expo in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yes. And uh, we had the trade show first day of the trade show today. So, did you notice a difference with no uh, Chinese people here? Well, you know, uh, yes, I know it's a big difference because what was that? I didn't leave the booth. 
This is true. You were there the whole time. Yeah, usually I was there the whole out. time, yeah. and I'm talking with a couple of customers and a couple of friends, uh, of course, that we have. And when I say a couple, that means we really only have two. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but they're two very big customers. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, the, yeah. yeah, customers, yeah. We're, I don't even know if there were. I couldn't even know <laughs> if I count them as customers or friends. I think oh, okay. they're both. But anyway, so, yeah, no. Just kidding. <laughs> but the uh, so I stayed behind the booth or to the side of the booth, and talked with some customers walking up and had a real good time chatting with different ones. And, um, you know, uh, normally I would take this time, I would leave the booth, and I would walk around to the other uh, Chinese uh, man, um, you know, vendors and booths, and I would talk to them. And I would basically be lining up my demo schedule right. uh, That's what from, a, for, from about three weeks from now. I'd be leaving for China, you and I would take this time off, and I would, uh, I'd have, by the time I left here tomorrow night, I would have every demo scheduled with the vendors I wanted to shoot with. When you and go to China. Now, yeah, for when I go to China. Now there's nothing uh, at all um, for us. No. And um, so basically the funny thing was I'm, I'm watching the, um, you know, the, the demos last night and tonight. As I'm in between announcing and watching the demos that I didn't have to announce, I'm basically WeChatting with China and those uh, actual vendors that I'm doing the seeing the demos for. And uh, I'm just basically placing a, a couple item order because uh, they already had their orders from, from Starfireworks in, in, in April. So these right. are just like little add-on. Yeah, you know, give me 200 cases, give me 100 cases. You know, I like number six, number eight, number 11. I mean, that's just about all I did, you know. So and it, um, that's it. Typical Johnny Star fashion, you were making lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You, you take lemons and you, you make them into lemonade and you... You figured out a way to, to get your scheduling done, and you well, and and yeah, you see the you see the the demo, and you're like, oh, I got to call T Sky right now. Yeah, or, I'm, yeah, I'm watching the yeah, demos, yeah. and 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 right and now, and 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 all them them are they are all in their office. Well, they probably appreciated hearing from you. Yeah. So did you I, do like a little FaceTime or something? Uh, no, no, I just no? Uh, I had okay. to sit quietly and text. Oh, okay. But I said, you know, I told them each, hey, your demo went off really well. It was great. Oh, we had to cancel number 2021 or something like that. But I let them know okay. the status of all their demos, uh -huh. uh, both last night and tonight with every vendor. And then the ones that I liked what I saw, I placed little what I call mini orders only because, you know, most of the orders are were placed already. And right. also, there's really, you know, I don't know if this is the year to be placing more orders this late with production the way it is, but also because the freight is so high, I don't know if we're going to be able to even bring this variety in this year because it's just, it's not stopping. So, well, um, yeah, you know, I placed a few small little orders, you know, four or five, 600 cases from each vendor. Um, if they come, <laughs> they come. If they don't, they don't. You know, I don't well, know what to say. Yeah, you said you made a bunch of big orders, but you said, you know, you'll just reassess in January. So I guess what that means is you can place some orders, but if, you know, if it doesn't ship or whatever, you really don't have to pay for it, do you? Well, here's the deal. But won't, the, won't that aggravate the people who are taking the orders? Well, okay, here's the deal. I mean, let's let's be a realistic businessman. Right. You know, of course, you know, China would like us to order earlier and earlier and earlier. And I get that. Well, right. Well, everybody would like to sell their okay, products. Okay, so earlier. then so basically when you're ordering a container in April, 
yeah. for 2022, yeah. and you have not even got a container from the company for 2021. Right. It's it's kind of sad because you don't even right. know if you. Not only did you not, you know, I'm sure if you're going to sell it, but you don't even know if you're going to get it. Yeah. So I placed the orders in April, but when freight goes up from fourteen thousand dollars to eighteen to twenty-five to twenty-seven, right. Right. now as of two days ago, forty thousand dollars. Wow! I don't really care if That's anyone is aggravated with me. Yeah, I don't care if anyone is aggravated with me because, <laughs> like I always tell people, would you rather have me pay you, or not pay you? So if you want to keep all the orders coming and I can't afford to pay you, I think you'd be better off if I canceled them. Right. And, and this is the type of, and this is the type of deal we're in right now. You know, when we placed these orders in April, freight uh -huh. rates were not this high. But if you're going to go up to forty thousand uh, dollars, and it's just not me, Ron. It's all the companies here. So well, everybody has the same. Uh, hey, on John said, like just stopped in. John, we don't know where. Uh, we We've, asked Ed. I said, can we set up in your hospitality room tonight you know he's like sure and i'm like no wonder they told us yes because i think they already moved out and vacated so it looks like everybody's gonna either be at the courtyard bar or a spirit of 76 is further down we and should ask the spirit of 76 actually yeah. is anybody in there i don't know i didn't walk that far there down. was nobody in red rhino no nobody in red rhino it's like a ghost maybe this town. was a daytime thing for uh for dominator well i know they were in here at five because they were playing bagos and there was people here milling around and i was setting up this equipment but um do you have like ed on speed dial ed vasic um vassal no Vassel. no well ed vasco i don't have him on speed dial i don't think well we could just keep talking and well, see if someone shows up that's all we got I mean, exactly. Well, but you know, who? Since when have we ever needed anybody? We no, don't need anyone. This is you know, we got nice digs here. I'm kind of liking it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. You know, we're gonna get done with this. We're gonna play bags, and you know, this I, is this is gonna be fun. I you wish know? I had a couple bags. And right uh, here, you so. know, if you need an extra sterno, I mean, they got three of them sitting here. I'm just saying, you know me. I you know I see this, like <laughs> right now I start looking around like, well, there's no one here. What can I have? You know, but. Oh, that's how you think. I know. That's how I think. I like it's, this furniture we're sitting on, though. It's, it's very nice. It's, I like those little, those, those comfy little chairs. Comfy yeah. chairs. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, the high top tables. We're all set. We got a, a sanitizer dispenser on a stand. Okay. We're, we're all set. We got everything. So, you know, so getting back to what I said, you know, right. we, we placed these orders earlier, but nobody can fault anybody for, you know, canceling something when, when freight hits, when freight right. is running more than the actual product. And also a big thing is, how about all the containers that didn't make it? So now I order, you know, 200 cases of something, and now it comes in. I order 200 more cases in April because I already have the ones coming in sold, but they don't get here. They come in July 10th, and that means I have, what, 400 cases now of that item? All right, now you got double so, that you've can't yeah. sell. So, you know what, everything to be adjusted, as I say, uh, you know, adapt or die, and um, believe me, I am not, um, I'm not the, the reason the Chinese people should be really hunting and talking with their government officials and getting some type of uh, something done with their steamship companies because I am a small French fry in the big world, but look at all the other industries that are going to be canceling orders uh, <laughs> all, around the, all around the world. If, if you were a French fry, and that's, that's a... a I wonder if a psychiatrist was here, what she would say, because you called yourself a French fry, but that's a whole different thing. Uh, I don't know. Would you be a hash brown, a regular French fry, or like a, a curly fry? 
I would not or a be waffle a, fry. I would not be a curly fry. No, waffle like, fries are not even considered French fries. Well, they're called fries. It's in and the uh, name. Oh wait, we got a special call coming in. Hold on one second here. Who's, Hang who's on. Who's your call from? Hold on. Yes, John. We're, John is on the phone. Wow. And what, in Spirit of 76? Yeah, and we're sitting over here, uh, you know, by ourselves. Oh, well. That's, we're that's not okay. setting up over there. Well, we can't move, <laughs> but I, I appreciate you telling us. All righty. Tell him to come Talk here. to you later. Okay, oh, that bye. That was just in here? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, so what do you mean a waffle fry is not a fry? It's a waffle fry is not really a French fry. It's a smash French fry. And, and it's who not wants a to smash, be smashed? It's a, it's you know? a waffle. So, uh, hey, I what's have, up? See, there, I told you, Ron, people will come in here, they'll play bags, they'll sit down, have a they'll, seat. Put some, they'll put some headphones on and start talking to us, whether here's, or not they like it or not. <laughs> here's a happy customer. He got a pyro slut uh, t-shirt. Oh, he, he did get a pyro slut t-shirt. Okay, he's got, also got an orange t-shirt. What's that orange one? I, that's my favorite color is orange. Let's see what that one says. Oh, Realtree. Realtree Fireworks. God, they'll just name these companies anything. You don't like Realtree? I don't know what a real tree stands for. Jesus. What's a real tree? Does that mean they're like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, is that one of them where there's no, um, what am I, and safe for the environment fireworks? Is that what they, real I don't tree know. is? So, hello. What's going on, guys? How well, we doing? Good, good. Well, um, why don't you tell everybody what your name is and where you're from? My name's Chris DeCoyer. I'm from Durham, Connecticut. Nice. All right, what's the name of your fireworks company? Or your, what do you do with fireworks? I'm an independent salesman. And go. I work at uh, retail stores and help out. Oh, cool. You help out. You were telling me at the booth earlier today that you you think you have that you have ideas being young. How old are you? 23. 23. So you're a youngster in this. Uh, I always say fireworks is like a, an analog um, business in a digital world. And, and he was saying as being a young guy that he is, he's got ideas on how to, uh, you know, how to improve the, the industry and how to make things better. Uh, better, so. Oh, I believe that. Easy. Yeah, Because yeah. this this industry is made up of of dinosaurs that don't accept change. They don't want change. They're 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 doing their marketing all wrong. They're they're trying, but they're just doing everything wrong. So I yeah. I agree that we need young blood, fresh ideas, and uh, you know. You're always doing which, that. Uh, which, if I, which is something I've always done because I always say when you get too old to learn, that means you're old, and I never want to be old. So. You're old, I got news for you. See, now, now that was a low shot. <laughs> that was just uncalled for. So why, why don't you give us some of your ideas? What, do you, what were you well, thinking? Well, I mean, you know, I've seen it from, you know, you use a lighter to now you can go on a computer and, you know, you can do a whole show, you know. And, and also the and telephone. is Exactly. Yeah. You can sit right on the iPhone and do it. And, you know, just like Johnny Starr was saying, you know, a lot of guys, you know, they come in here and, and they don't want to change and they do this stupid marketing scheme or, you know, they, they'll use like, you know, newer or like crappy music to a show and it's just not right. Sky you know? puke it's, up in the air. Exactly. It's, it's, yes. it's disgraceful to the people who, you know, really brought us here and the people who brought it, you know, to America and made it what it is today. And you know what I always say, too, is sometimes I watch those shows at the PGI and... Um, and you guys been to the PGI, you and your dad, many times. And um, I just think to myself, you know, I'm seeing all kinds of mistakes. I'm seeing all kinds of mishaps. But what is the general public saying, like, wow, these are the professionals and they're having all these problems? Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind when, you know, when it's just people like us making mistakes. But right. if we're seeing a professional show and they're having all these hiccups, what does that tell the, you know, the spectators out there that aren't part of the group? They're just normal spectators going, wow, and these are like, these are the best of the shows and these are the professionals. So I always wonder about that when some of these hiccups come along. Or they just throw a bunch of what we call sky puke up in the air. The music's off key. I mean, like this whole PGI, they just couldn't get the Star Spangled Banner done right. This whole, it was well, the, off You're talking week. about the PGI. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying like, but those are like some of the biggest shows you're going to see. You know, right, right. this is all 1.4. But you, we saw some really big, classy 1.3 shows, and they were great. But I'm just saying there's, there was a lot of things that were off, you know, so... I agree. There's, I think we have to step up the technology a lot. And, and what, what it's it, getting better. What it does is, you know, uh, the PGI comes to a city near you, and then you see the show and you think it's great. What it really does is it lowers the guy's standards. You know, it lowers your standards. It lowers the people who've been in here 50, 60 years' standards, mm -hmm. you know? And then I always love it when I'm sitting in the audience and you hear other people say, oh, our show's going to be way better than that tomorrow. And I'm thinking to myself, I wish they were saying, like, wow, that one's a hard one to beat. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. I've seen When they say way better, that means, I've seen like some, I've put on backyard shows, you know, Fourth of July mm -hmm. backyard shows that will blow some of those, you know, events, you know, yeah. shows out of the water. Yeah, we've, uh, and we've been told that, too. We do a lot of corporate events and a lot of wedding shows. We're like, wow, you're, you know, we did a huge corporate event on a lake show. And we're like, wow, that was better than the town show. I'm like, well, I guess, you know, just... It really depends on who's doing the shooting and, and what they're what they're doing, and I, and the budget has a lot to do with it. But when you're like at a PGI and you see a show that has basically no budget you, from one of the better companies, and you just see like a bunch of hiccups, it just makes you wonder like, wow, is it you know what's going on? You right. Know? I think one of the things is a lot of people put on shows and you know they put on fireworks that don't go together. Yeah. You know that's one of the big things that you know if I was you know when I get in the when I'm able to do shows and I get up there, you know, all my fireworks are going to be choreographed, you know, the same. They're all going to flow the same. It's all going to be a nice flow. It's not going to yes. be something out of the spud or like puke in the air, like yeah. you said. And you got to watch duration times. You got to watch colors. You got to watch effects. But, you know, I, I will say that, you know, um, things were really limited this year. So a lot of things, um, you know, the show must go on, as they say, and if you don't have the right product, you just, you have to wing it, you know. And exactly. I'm, I'm exactly. sure that was a big part of some of the shows this year, but you expect to hopefully, you right. know, get better with product. The shows were limited because they were just limited to the amount of product. You amount of product, yeah. Yeah, well. But, like but. I say, the show must go on, so you do the best you can. And at the end of the day, they're all nice, and fireworks are beautiful for everybody, and they're very entertaining. Every... Uh, all entertainable and very enjoyable. But, you know, us as professionals, we we critique them a little bit maybe too much, you know. Well, yeah, I think we're jaded, so to speak, because we see them all the time. And you're like, in the car on the way here, you're just like, oh, more willows. <laughs> How many more willows can I see? You were just, you were just, you were, yeah. and some people would look at that and be like, man, that's just so awesome. But, you know, when you see so many of them, right? Well, that's just it. You know, some companies, they just, get one effect in their brain and they just keep going. Well, they going specialize going. in something. So, But you know, if you want a good willow, you go to Raccoon, right? So no, that's yeah, it. Sure. You go to you Raccoon. Definitely go to Raccoon and get a, shiki, and get a great willow and a shiki. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, no, they did a great demo and a, and a great, great... Uh, everyone did a real good demo tonight. T-Sky right. was very good. Raccoon, I thought, was very good. Uh, Pyroholic, um, I think it's Pyroholic, was... Uh, yeah. 
Good, and uh, Boomwell, good, good, good friend of ours, Carson over there at Boomwell does a great job all the time. Joe at T-Sky, fantastic. And, um, you know, everyone just did a, uh, did a great job. Coney Island had some good stuff. It's a United States-based right. company, so I really don't know too much about it. But uh, he did a, a good job and stuff. He announced the last one. I'm glad he, did. I'm glad he announced his own show because I was, you know, getting a little tired of that, you know. Uh, Tiger Tooth, I did his show. And, uh, you know, once again, nice demo by everybody, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. So what did you think of the demos tonight? They were one, uh, top one. Your top demo tonight, if you can remember. What, what was the, um, you guys remember what that last company was? Uh, last one was Coney Island. I think Coney Island, man. They had some good stuff. They had some, you know, hard-hitting hard hitting stuff. There's okay. some stuff that really, you know, lit up the sky and, and made and the sky forget, bright. Uh, the nine shot racks were all shot together and all, they went all, right into a finale. Exactly. So that made them look pretty good. Right. So Coney Island, you're going to say number no, one. Yeah. All right, number two. I, oh, me? Or well, him for number two. Okay. I, would go with, I, would, I would go with T-Sky. T-Sky for number two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number three. Um, I think number three, we could give that to um, Boomwow. Boomwow, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a good one. Number four. How about you just do top three? Top three? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I see. You don't want to. Yeah, everyone gets a trophy in Ron's world. Notice how he does that? <laughs> no, I'm, Every, eliminating, I'm eliminating more people from the competition. Everybody oh, gets, oh. okay. Everyone gets right. a trophy here. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What's your, I'm going to go, go with you, Ron. T-Sky. And, and then Boom Wow. Boom Wow. And then Coney Island. Okay. I would reverse those. Those three were by far the best, but I would. I, had I could understand that. I could understand It's that. It's yeah. amazing, Ron, because if I were to do it, I was going to say T Sky, Boomwell, and Coney Island. See? Look now, at that. Look at that. We, we finally agree on something. Exactly. You know? I mean, because, I mean, people think like we're best friends, but they know that we really don't like each other at all. <laughs> and we rarely talk. We're like Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson. Yeah, we don't, right. once we put these mics down, folks, we yeah. don't, we do not talk again until next go. month. And, and we mean it. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's why he drove me here, but he's not driving me home. No, there you go. <laughs> What? But, uh, how long have you been uh, in the come fireworks? Come on in. Just, uh, man, I've been, in, I've been in fireworks ever Fire since away. I could breathe, man. You know, that's, yeah. we live, breathe, and eat fireworks. What's your favorite? Do you like uh, color or noise? Um, I like noise. You know, I like salute cakes, a lot of salute cakes. Um, back in the day, though, I used to like those, um, the fountains, the Chinese fountains. We used to take strobes and put them up to yeah. tie strobes to them and let them go. You can sit down you and could join see us. The, you could see the strobe, you know, maybe you a, a mile, mile two in the air. It's real cool. Yeah, I like strobes too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Most guys, you ask guys, they like the color, the 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 noise, and the, the women like the color. So yeah, that's pretty typical. But uh, yeah, there's nothing like, and especially tonight at that track, it was. Uh, I mean, that track is just conducive to to that to that sound, isn't it? The, that those booms yeah. are, are unbelievable. I'm just so mad that I didn't bring my car with me. I could drive around the track and not get a ticket. All right, so listen, Ron. We look. We you gotta, wanted we, to bring the car. I know. Your just, own car, I know. Man. Race around the track would have been fun this afternoon. So we got a new arrival. What's your name and where are you from? Nathan Carlson from Bertelson, Texas, just outside of Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yeah. It's my first year to attend the show. Nice, nice. I am a true newbie to the industry. Awesome. Although I've been running fireworks stands for nine years. Is your name Johnny? Uh, my name is, no. My business partner's name is Jonathan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm Johnny, too. He is the real estate guru. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Okay. Can you move a little closer to the microphone? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Ron has a hard time adjusting everything. Yeah, I'm Nathan, by the way. 
I'm Chris. Nice to meet you. Chris, nice to meet you too. Johnny Starr, and that's Ron, Ron. the Banker. Yeah. Nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you. Ron nice the Banker. You. Okay. Ron the Banker. Yeah. I'm the only. Yeah. One of these things doesn't belong. I'm not the pyro. Of the group. <laughs> Everybody needs a banker. <laughs> Who does? Yeah. Right. Who doesn't belong in this group? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs a banker except my ex-wife, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. So, all right. So we're gonna ask you the same question. If you had to rate the top three, because Ron wants everyone to get a trophy, what was I your what was your everyone. what was your number one demo tonight? Did you think I can give you the names if I need to refresh your memory? Um, my number one demo tonight was Oliver's at the top of the hotel oh, for dinner. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. He went to Oliver's? Yeah. Yeah, see, how was Oliver's? We I wanted, wanted to go. go to Oliver's. How was it? I'm going there tomorrow. Oliver's, it was great. The company was great. I had a good time. Nice. My plane was a little late. Okay. So I was planning on making it out to the shoot. Jonathan with Boom Wow is actually in my hometown, so I, okay. I know them, and I planned on making the shoot. Mm-hmm. But was not able yeah, to make it. He did the announcing for. Yeah. Uh, he did the announcing for Boomwell tonight. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Very, very knowledgeable guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a very good relationship with him. And enjoy cool. working with him. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, you got to see the best demo. You got to see like all the waiters and waitresses at Oliver's. I mean, I saw and, and drinking. That was four fun. birthday parties with <sighs> with uh, the the little. What do they they bring in the. Uh, Sparkless sparklers. Yeah, yeah, the sparkler candles. So I'm yeah, thinking, we sell those. We I, I'm thinking, those. I don't sell those, and I'm losing money right now. Yeah, we sell them, and we're making <laughs> money. <laughs> but we don't sell anything else. So, you know, there's an old icon right there in the business. George Weber, the man, the myth, the legend right there. Nobody <laughs> knows, but I know him very well. <laughs> Anyways, he used to wear this. He was a, you know, a lot taller when I was younger you know but he well, was this makes sense. big tall guy and always wore this long trench coat you know and very quiet kind of scary just kind of how he went in and walked out like that <laughs> still very stealth you know but uh, mm-hmm. he's not as um tall i think you know as you get older you start to shrink a little bit so george is in his, you know, like I, I might be able to take him right now i'm just saying i, I think you could like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before i was like would run from a guy that size but anyways yeah. Um, yeah, so you got to see a great demo. You got to see birthday candles, and we got to see yeah. some fountains. So, okay, great. But no, actually, the demos were really good. So you're sticking around now the whole rest of the week? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Unfortunately, I am too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to what's, announce. <laughs> what What's your impression of NFA? What uh, so far? Is it your first one? Right. Well, in <laughs> about twelve hours, eight hours, I'm gonna be able to come back in here tomorrow night, and I'll tell you exactly what my first impression. You just got be. here. Yeah. So, yeah okay. Just yeah. got here tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And you got in on Sunday or no Monday? Monday night. Monday night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You no, 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 no. We got here. Uh, yeah, we got here Monday night, and uh, yeah, I went to the trade show this morning at one o'clock. It was good. Yeah. I think uh, you know it was very clean. Everyone was very respectful. It's so different without the Chinese people, though. It is. It, it, I had nothing to do because I usually use this. As it really is. Platform. You know, being so tall, they like to take pictures of me. They yes. see people my height. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he loves the attention. And the Americans, we give them nothing. Well, we're giving you attention. We got you on the show. So that's good. So you know, now we know why he stopped in. That's great. Yeah, uh, if, if you want, we'll get someone to take your picture out there sometime <laughs> tomorrow during the trade show. We'll get Dino on there. You know, you're taller than Dino. He can take your picture. 
Uh, Dino looks a little Chinese. Maybe we'll put Dino on him together. We'll just right. say it's a, a heavy Chinese person. And, yeah, what universe does Dino look Chinese? <laughs> we'll say he's a sumo wrestler. There yeah, you go. Yeah. There you he's go. more Japanese. He's still of the Asian descent. Poor there Dino. He's not here, and we're giving him a hard time. He's at the so, bar. We were talking earlier about how to change fireworks. I always say it's like an analog business in a digital world. They're kind of behind the times. I mean, even stuff like this or the shoot sheets, most people would have it on an iPad, and you can do stuff. You're young, too, so what would you do to change fireworks, or what do you think you can do to, to change it to get it more in the modern age? That is a very interesting question. So I have been to China many times and been to some many trade shows, but for the power sports industry. So oh, okay. I have come from selling. What's power sports? So I sell Chinese power sports, which would be Tao Tao or uh, Coolster. Coolster. Oh, I, mean, I, I, had, I have I, no idea what I that is. I brought Coolsters in. Yeah. Okay. What's a cool Long time ago. Like yeah. a little side by side or little uh, 50 cc or 110 yeah. dirt bikes yeah. and quads. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I grew up doing that. I started a, a website, Killer Motorsports, um, back in 2004. So have you been to the the trade show in Guangzhou, the uh, Canton Fair? Yes, sir. Okay. Me yeah. too. Many yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Never missed it actually until. Um, you know, well, yeah. last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. I so, the, uh, trade show. Yeah. Um, e-commerce is my background. Uh, I think the fireworks industry is very interesting, but the question that you proposed, um, there's a lot of good answers to that question. What would I do to improve or in I think it's just that, it's innovation, it's value. I think value is a proposition. I think if you look at the Chinese market, they lack providing value. They get so wrapped up in the product or the, or this, this book could be $10, but it's $3. So what value does it hold? So mm -hmm. if we can provide more value and more, you know, the famous saying is more bang for your buck, right. then we're, we're helping grow the industry and grow the customer base. Yeah, see, what's going on in China right now besides the freight is, you know, they keep raising the price, raising the price, and, of course, freight's jumped in and raised the price so much for, on every item. Yeah. But, you know, at some point, you're going to price yourself out of the box. Yeah. And so you have to, they have to be the leaders in coming up, like you say, more value for the buck. How can they make this same cake cheaper? Will it be a plastic mold? Mm -hmm. uh, can they get the? Can they change the chemical composition to still give us the same effect but save money? Uh, lifting cups could they be cone shaped to give you the same amount of lift with using less powder? These are things that they really need to step up the game because the old-fashioned way of making everything by hand and stuff is 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 going to go. It's going to get old because they're population of young people all work want to work for Apple and everything else. Now, you've been to China, you've seen some of those factories. Yeah. In the fireworks industry, the factories are completely different than the factories you see in the power sports, because I've been to both of those factories. Yeah. And um, like I said, I bought Coolster before, I brought in um, Shangli forklifts, I brought in a lot of different things from China over the years besides fireworks. So I've been to all different kinds of factories. Those factories are like more look like modern factories like we have back in you know United States. But the factories where the fireworks are just a brick building, no doors, no walls, and they're cement tables with <laughs> ceramic tile on them and they're just you know, going away. Yeah. And when you look at the population of the people working there, you know, 1,000 workers, 800 workers, one of the questions I always ask, 
but they're all aging. They're all very old, and they're very good at what they do, but in a few more years, they're going to retire. They're going to leave. There's no young children working no right. more in that industry. Yeah. Uh, there used to be, they used to do fireworks in the schools years ago, and then they, they stopped they that. They used to make yeah, fireworks the, the, in the schools? the school children wow. would make the fireworks, you know. And then there was labor laws and everything else, so they stopped that. And uh, so now the people in the factory are aging. The kids are getting older, so they want to take care of their parents. So that's why after Chinese New Year, they hardly ever return, or they return very slowly. So, yes, I think they really need to, if they're going to stay in the fireworks business, they really need to do, I think, do a lot more by machine. They need to come up with some innovative ways to save money, uh, cut labor costs, because the labor is going up in China yeah. rapidly. Just like here. And Yeah, just like here. Yep. So, um, you know, Apple came in, and, and, and they're giving everybody a lot more money, better working conditions, air conditions. Yep. So where would you want to work? I mean, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. if you're making a firework or you're putting a chip in an iPad, what's the difference? I yep. mean, you're still a factory worker, and, and they're, and they're going to make more money doing that job. So they're going to have to really come up with some innovative ways. I like when freight, right now freight is higher than the actual product. So that means that China all of a sudden, they start raising their price, well raw materials went up, this went up. Well if they raise their price and freight <laughs> raise their prices up, what's the consumer gonna do? And we're gonna, and then the consumer's gonna eventually say, you know what, we're just gonna go to town shows. Fireworks are just too expensive for us. Right. And that's gonna really hurt the industry. Yeah. Uh, we were off to a great 2020. We had a, a good surge for the industry because people couldn't go to the town shows. So they said, you know what, we'll do backyard shows. I called it out here on the podcast uh, before that. I said if every family just spends 20 bucks because they can't go anywhere else, it's going to be the best business we ever had. And I was yeah, completely right. 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 Mm -hmm. 2021, I said we, could, we should be able to get a follow-up of this because now, oh, wow, you know, it was so nice, the backyard, the kids went back to sleep early, we can stay out in the backyard and drink, it was fun. So we had a good 2021, decent, of course we didn't have that much product, but now if we kill 2022 with price, we're going to force them back yeah. to the town shows, yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's going to put us back again. Und undo all that goodwill you built yes. up. I yeah. think I think you know. a lot of the sales this year had to do with um, a lot of that extra money that extra came in. Extra money too, yeah. You know, yeah. you've really had to think about that. You know, an extra three hundred or twelve hundred a couple times. There you was know. a lot of families making a lot of money. I was yep. unaware of it because I didn't get any. But I <laughs> same saw here, some families same making here, man. Like tons. You're, you're yeah, like man. Caddyshack, you get nothing and you like it. <laughs> I do construction, <laughs> so man. I build houses, and you know, a couple of my friends were like, you know, why don't you just collect and you know get try and get paid on the side and I'm and I told him I said I, that's not how I run it's yeah. not that's not I was born to work hard I like to work and too. you know you earn your money yep no a lot yeah. of that had a lot to do with the uh, extra money coming in and a lot of families were making a lot more money and a lot of them didn't it's not like they were jobless they were still working plus that's they were a, getting that's the money. thing they were they can see they saw the they saw an easy way to get on unemployment yeah there's something out here that's going to get you sick and may possibly kill you. Yeah. So why don't we stay home and we're and we'll make three hundred dollars more? Just, I think they just they ran they ran on a uh, on on that platform, and um, as uh, Ron and I have said a lot, this whole <coughs> COVID thing has given people a, ch a reason to be lazy. Like, exactly. My insurance agent doesn't return my phone call. No. Well, you know, COVID. 
I'm like, you cannot right. keep blaming COVID for a lack of response. You know, an email, you send an email and you get a response four days later because of COVID? Come on, I've, I've, I've done 45 emails in the last two hours yeah. and it's still COVID. I mean, so... Right. When that first yeah. uh, when that first stimulus check came out, there was a thing and like, you know, kids my age, like, you invest that money, do something good because, you know, you can invest $1,200. Everybody knows you can invest, you can invest any amount of money and if, as long as you do something good with it, it could turn out very well. Yes. You know, and a lot of people turned lazy. I personally, I joined a really good gym and I got fit and mm -hmm. I got my mind straightened out, you know, and yeah. I, I'm feeling good. There you go, putting it to good use. Exactly. And Ron did the same thing. He joined yeah. a gym. He got real fit. It just didn't go very well. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and he read a lot of newspapers on a treadmill. He <laughs> there did a you great go. job. Well, right. This is bad, Ron. I shouldn't be picking on you. you no, know it's mean? okay. I it's pick okay, on you. But, you know. It, yeah. If I could chime in on that, I, I feel like every five years there's a new generation born in the United States. You have kids that are one, two, three, four, and five. Yep. Every child is interested in fireworks. Yep. So it's our job to get that in front of them, for them to go to their parents and say, mom and dad, I want to try fireworks, I right. want to shoot fireworks. If we spoil the taste in the parents. That's what's happening. That's what you're talking about, yep. which is you go to the fireworks stand, you spend $20 and you get three firecrackers. Yep. So how do we do that? At the end of the day, you have to make an entertaining for the family at an affordable you price. You can't just give fireworks. You have to make it an outing. You have to give some. You have to offer other things with the firework experience, yeah. and then That's give them value point. to go back to their house. Where then next year they said, "Hey, we had fun. Let's Not only did we here. spend twenty or a hundred or two hundred, mm -hmm. whatever amount that they can spend, it allows them to come back and say that they had a good time." We have a huge kids aisle where you can buy one tank. You could buy one box of snappers. Sure. And the reason I've done it is because I grew up a kid loving fireworks. I didn't yep. have a lot of money. And I wanted to be able for a, a kid 12 years old, 10 years old, to walk mm -hmm. in with a dollar in his pocket yeah. and still be able to leave with something. You yeah. Know? And a lot yeah. of these bigger companies, we're not going to mention no names, but there's a lot of bigger companies that, you know, you know, buy one, get one free, $200. Well, a lot of people don't matter. have that kind of money, you yeah. know. So I've always said, no, buy one, get one free. This is the right price for the right item. And you can go, and the little kids get their little grocery basket, and they go down, and they go right ahead, and they, and they buy whatever they can for $2, $3. Sure. And, and, and that's, what gets fire, that's what gets them motivated in the fireworks industry. That's what motivated me, you know. Mm -hmm. Go buy some smoke balls, and the next thing you know, you know what, I want a rocket. I yeah. want this or that, yeah. you know. And those kids grow up. But if we get their parents out of the habit because of expense, it doesn't work. We're done. Yep. You know. It doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. No, Ron's got an envelope there. I feel like we're at the Academy Awards. And the <laughs> yeah, winner no, is. Just taking out some paperwork. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he's already packing up. See, he's going no, home. He's already no, packing up. No, 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 no. Um, just, just getting, you know, just And preparing. I've always said, too, you know, we've talked about it on the show before. There are some big companies, um, they pass some crazy rules, you know, and they like to get a do away with what we know as regular aerial fireworks. You sure. know, they like to do safe and sane fireworks. Yeah. And they're, and I don't know why they don't know. It's because they're very smart, they're very wealthy people, and they should know it. Mm. But just like you said, if we take the fireworks away from the parents, they're not, they're, they might buy a little of this little, what I call junk for the kids to play with. But after that kid gets to be 10 years and old, he doesn't do it. He doesn't want that. Yep. And now there's nothing for him to progress into. Yep. 
the parents give the kid the smaller fireworks so they can progress into the bigger fireworks yeah. and like me they create another monster but if we take away aerial <laughs> yeah, fireworks no. $25 it, bag of fireworks is the, what it took yes and it, what we're going to have is a, a probably a maximum lifespan of 15 more years and then that's it we're going to be out if they take away aerial fireworks. Well, yeah, well, definitely if they take away aerial fireworks. Oh, but isn't, sure. isn't it kind of also just... Um, you take away canister shells, all that. <laughs> right. Is, but you know. isn't it like, is, aren't the kids these days, uh, you know, like I think just kids going out and playing baseball out in the street or doing all, a lot of tactile stuff like that is gone down because now they just they play video games or play on well that that goes back to like johnny was saying in china how none of the younger kids want to work i mean that's here in america too you know you you can have a kid who can make an instagram and make eight (coughs) hundred dollars a week off that instagram you know on school whatever you know and yeah you know at the end of the day it's just not (laughs) it's just not good it's yeah and, 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 and I blame a lot of that on the parents because there's a lot of parents who, who, oh, 100%. Who, who don't interact their, their children either because they're, now they're at their jobs, you know, working from home, on their emails. They're not Busy. really talking with people. I've been a salesman my whole life, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I like talking to people. I mean, and, but parents who interact their children or older people or other people, they, they promote that. But, you know. Yeah. You know how I know that, like I said, um, fireworks is analog in a digital world. The fact that <clears throat> you and I are the only two that do a fireworks podcast is yes. pretty much because there's no young kid. I mean, young people pretty much. I think do podcasts. I don't know if old people or young people, whatever. But, but I mean, and I'm uh, I like pinball as well. But I can you know, there's probably 50 pinball podcasts, <laughs> and pinball machines come out like once every six months. A good one, anyway. So, and there's like 50 podcasts about that, and we are like the only fireworks podcast. You can go on YouTube and see guys blowing crap up all the time. Sure. Uh, you yeah. know, and that's, you know, a lot of people like that. Our buddy uh, Cody B. Cody right B. there yeah, on that yeah. pyro bot. <laughs> so, uh, but, but, you know, uh, <laughs> but, it, but, you know. Just kidding, Just Cody. that we're the, we're the only ones that do this is just proof that, you know, that there's not a lot of young blood in this. I mean, I've been coming to NFA now for six years or whatever it's been. You know, I keep seeing the same people in those booths. I keep know? hearing that that there's not a lot of young no, young people. Nah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Do you guys see me walking around with any friends? I mean, yep, no. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, that's sure. exactly the, the. It's right. There and look at even the PGI. I've been going to PGI for many many years. You know, we take up ninety foot space. I got the biggest booth there, and I used to see families in. All families walking by, and and now the parents are still going. The kids have grown up; they're not even going anymore. Sometimes they show up for one day, you know, two days maybe, but they're off to doing other things. It's no longer. And then we used to sell a lot of stuff years ago off the tables. You know, guy would get one item, go shoot outside. That was like his Fourth of July day, especially if it came from a state that didn't allow fireworks. Right. Now it's the same people show up at my booth. How many cases? How much for the case? And the, the stuff on the table just sits there, and everyone's buying cases. And half the time, like, here, take this, go shoot it, let me know what you think. And then they come back and buy cases. We're not, before it was all about pieces for the family and the kids, and that was like their vacation. But that that is over. The PGI is the same people, and they're just all the, you know, all the cherry pickers waiting for the heavy stuff, and they just want it, and they want to get in, get out. And there's no more families at the PGI. I, I hardly see any kids at a PGI anymore. 
I mean, the junior the junior pyros used to be like 40, 50 kids. Now it's like wow. twenty. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say. I remember back in the day when I was you were, you when I was ten, twelve pyro. years old. You know, That's my cool. I've my dad's been in this for like almost thirty five for forty years. So I I've seen it all literally since I was like in the yeah in the crate to yeah. now. You know, and yeah, mm -hmm. man, it's pipe. It's gone to you know a hundred people to literally twenty. Yeah. Yeah, the junior pyros get smaller and smaller every, you know, I think there was like nine of them by the booth. And they used to be 20, 30 kids before. So what, what you're saying is I need to recruit my 10-year-old son. Yes. Oh, yeah, there you, yeah, there you go. Oh, don't tell me. You even got a 10-year-old and he's not here. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got a 22-year-old. He's not here. Yeah. We just got you here. I know. <laughs> you, you got stuck with me. <laughs> I mean, we just literally got you yeah, here. Well, well, right. Well, yeah. I've, I've been always, I've done yeah. fireworks my whole life. Knowing you, you couldn't help but just. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't help because I made sure I, I'd shove an M80 <laughs> up here or whatever. Yeah, right. You were just trying to make some money, so yeah. it to me out of your trunk. <laughs> I, you know, entrepreneur at a very early age, I always yeah, love to sell fireworks. I love to sell anything. You know, yeah. Yeah, I could sell anything, you know. The, well, main, the main reason I think we're really not going to be preserved, you know, is, and this is sad, is, you know, nobody is trying to learn how to make fireworks. You yeah. know, Johnny, I mean, you know, back yeah. in the day, you know, everyone would get together and they would all share each other's knowledge and they would put, put their knowledge together safely and then they'd go see how it works, you know. Yeah. You don't ever see no any young kids doing that. You see less and less shell builders at the PGI. You see less and less uh, rockets going up. That you know they we do all. Have you been to a PGI before? No, sir. Okay, yeah, that's usually. Uh, and, and the difference between this is like a trade show, a business trade show, and PGI is more of a hobbyist. Yep. Um, redneck show, but no, it's not. But I'm it's go, just more. I am hobbyist. going to San Antonio next week. Okay, well, are you doing the APA? Yeah, that's the big boys club. Start out playing uh, golf on Tuesday. Yeah, okay, nice. so, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And that's a big boys club. The problem is, is that's the trouble. The APA and the NFA are not aligned. You know, one wants to. It doesn't seem like. No, it. one wants to get you out of the business, and the other one wants to just promote the big box stores sure. and, and get rid of all the competition because they already control that. You know, that's the problem that we have. We we have to be unified for the whole. But a lot of the APA members, like I say, they're more interested in their safe and sane fireworks. They don't care about us. They don't care about regulations take the metals out of fireworks take this out take that out because they already control that market but like i said it's a very short-lived market once a guy like me is out of the picture you know once my fireworks <laughs> are not allowed there's going to be so i should voice my opinion next week is what you're saying i yes i think you should <laughs> they'll throw you out but i think you should <laughs> um, home johnny star sent you <laughs> <laughs> and you can do that too because johnny star has no friends he only has enemies but i like being alone it's you know and, and i try and make one here but he keeps coming back it's like a cat i fed him he so, tried but, to get rid of me yeah. yeah but no it's um someone's got to say something you know and they should be aligned you know our industry is too small to break it up into you know this There's side just, wants to control that side you know strength uh, in numbers yes so yes the apa i'm not a member of the apa because i can't afford it but um, I really can't. <laughs> and they want to know your annual sales. I wouldn't share that with my accountant, let alone yeah, anybody I, else. <laughs> I, I have been, I've been to a lot of industry trade shows, but I've never signed up to one where it was a la carte. Yes, yes. Which was different. Mm -hmm. you know. Will they charge you for everything separately? Yeah. I, yeah, but I mean, you, I, I know you your membership up. is based on how much your sales are. You know. But, I mean, it was, it was by dinner and by event. 
So really? if you yeah. want to do that event, then you you choose. And they and they pick high places too. Nothing's cheap. I didn't pay too much attention to that, but I mean, I just I mean, saw like all dollar the, value. You know, like yeah. we're in Erie, Pennsylvania. They're yeah. in Orlando, Florida. They're in Las Vegas. They, yeah. you know, they, well, it was, it's four hours from my home, so I didn't, yeah. I felt like it was necessary. I'm oh, trying yeah. to learn more and. Well, it is. I would I would like to attend. Um, they we should go once. They probably have like posters up there like you know a big x that they see me you know hey hey stop you know (laughs) but just be like vince vaughn and owen wilson we'll just if you give me your cell phone number i'll I'll be i'll be sure to text you there you go (laughs) i will do that for you yes take some photos for me like show me what's going on you know show me who those guys are would would they not welcome us into their hospitality suite with the podcast (laughs) equipment you know what i i I, maybe if you came alone maybe you got to make friends with your enemies yes well i i keep your friends close and your enemies close right yeah yes unfortunately for me yes i've done that my whole life (laughs) johnny has no friends or enemies he killed them all so what did they always say they used to tell me uh, johnny's never slept with another friend's girlfriend and I said, you're exactly right. And then another guy tomorrow. would say, he has no friends. <laughs> <laughs> so they were even evil back then when I was, oh, well. God. <laughs> Anyways, but, you know, so what happened here? Now, this, you know, so we clearly asked Ed. We said, Ed, you mind if we set up, and you know, we, did, uh, we did Red Rhino's hospitality room last night. And I said, would you mind if we set up in your hospitality room tonight? So this we're not showing favoritism and we're doing <coughs> yeah. Ryan Red Rhino and we're doing Dominator. And it's very sad <laughs> and, in here. And he says, yeah, go right ahead. Well, of course, he moved out. <laughs> I, I, we're probably going to get a bill for this room now. <laughs> yeah, They're going to come said, and say, you guys are still here? That's an extra four hours. Well, it's not like they gave us any food or beverage. So um, I, I wish it would have been a little more clear. I mean, I told him and he said, I said, we, we want to interview you. Can we, you want to do it in your room tonight? He goes, yeah, yeah, after 10. Yeah, said, yeah, we'll be there after the show. After there the show, yes. Yeah. I mean, Tomatoes is only like a There's a lot of people suite. around the corner. They're yeah. all at that Spirit of 76, yeah. which if, had we known. Do you know anybody at Spirit of 76? You know, does, does Donnie start? No, nobody. I, Donnie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I've never met First anybody. of all, my name will get you in anywhere in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, or the NFL. A lot of good that does me right <laughs> here. PGI, I, you know, they sometimes tend to throw me out, but then they invite me back in with big hugs because they can't survive without like a, me. Yeah, we know that. You and the PGR are like Sybil. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they love me. And yeah. uh, same right. with here. No, Spirit well, 76 are great guys. They always come with those beautiful women that, you know, if you see, that's the thing. If you're going to sell inferior product, bring women with you. You know, like there's no women in our warehouse because we don't need them. We, you want our product. <laughs> they just sell you on the, they're like, hey, if you buy this 500 gram, you can have a girlfriend like that. Lies, lies, lies. Remember how I sold my first boat? <laughs> and a beautiful girl come out there swimming. I'm like, yeah. Cue the deer. Yeah, guy, you get this boat, you're going to have women swimming out from the beach all the time. You Ducks, know? Fly. Yeah. Ducks fly. Ducks right. fly. <laughs> well, we got Nathan and Chris here, so they're obviously new to NFA, right? Yep. So uh, I'm going to do you guys a favor right now. Do a service. So there's a lot of great seminars here at Expo, and they're all very well attended, just like APA, I imagine. But you might not know that there's a series of seminars that have short lines, okay? So these are the, the seminars that not, are not as well attended. And so as a service to you young guys, uh, I'm going to give you a list of some seminars with some short lines, all right? So, all right. And, you know, excuse me if my comedy isn't that good, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a banker by trade. So here's the first one. 
All right, again, these are lesser-known seminars that no line you can get right in. So first one, a match, a kitten, and fireworks. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure it will make the news. So there you go. <laughs> so you can attend that one. You'll he spends right a lot in. of time doing these. That's what really scares Sounds me. Sounds like good marketing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> He's very good. Here's another lesser-known seminar. Fireworks and porn, clothing options. Oh, yeah. I was first in line for that one. That's there the you. name of my fireworks. Make sure you wear your battle when you go <laughs> fireworks in. Fireworks and porn, there you go. <laughs> Make sure you wear your helmet when you go into battle. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go, yes. Here's another one. Bill Cosby shows you how to make fireworks. Caution, there are no real fireworks. It's just Bill referring to the fireworks in his pants. Whoa, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's another one. Another good one that you guys can Is get Is he going to drug us, too? Yeah, he uh, might. Okay, yeah. That, that, I could have used that one as a joke. Yeah. Where were you? You could have been my joke writer. Well, you don't invite me. Here's another lesser-known <laughs> seminar for Nathan and Chris. The last guy who tried this died, but I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one is kind of a long one. I don't know if we could fit this on the... Uh, on the paperwork, but we'll try. Why lighting fireworks in a target because you wanted to celebrate a sale on socks will get you to re a record and make it so you have to do community service, like telling people why they should not light fireworks in target celebrating a sale on socks. Yeah. That was a long yeah, way yeah, for that's that. A long one. I'm, I'm still confused after don't, the first one. Don't forget I'm a banker, not a comedy writer. So, all right, here's another one. How to spark up your sex life. An explicit and healthy guide to using fireworks as marital aids. I like it. I like you it. You like that? There, I like there, it. You, you yeah. get a little good work. Yeah, yeah, there you it go. Could work. That's why I like that M80. Here's another <laughs> one because we always like picking on phantom fireworks. Lesser known seminar you guys can get in. The many ways to tell a customer to go F themselves sponsored by Phantom Fireworks. <laughs> you guys want to know a funny thing about Phantom Fireworks? Yes. yes. We love Bruce Zoldan jokes. <laughs> so um, my buddy Chris Rano, he won a big, they did a big Instagram giveaway, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he won and he didn't get none. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, there good. you go. <laughs> Allegedly. One, one hell of a corporation, I like when Phantom right? Fireworks is going to do the fireworks for Trump, and it was going to be like a million-dollar show. And I'm like, he's in 1.4, number one. <laughs> and it's a million dollars because it's Phantom Fireworks prices. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, and this next one's my, my seminar, and I don't have a lot of attendance yet, so I'd, I'd appreciate to see you guys there. Uh, Ron the Banker's uncomfortable public displays of affection with the pyro slut girl. So. You guys got you got the pyro slut t-shirt. I got the shirt, yeah. You got the pyro slut t-shirt? Oh, no, you just got here, so Apparently, you didn't get one. You I have to go to Star Fireworks booth tomorrow. He'll give you a pyro yeah, slut. Yeah, get on the bandwagon. At the trade show, we'll give you a pyro slut. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And here's, here's one to uh, make fun of Star Fireworks. You ready? Oh, <laughs> uh, why not? Star Fireworks review, the eighth best thing to come out of Fargo after Roger Maris than the wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. For those, wood of you, <laughs> those of you who have seen the movie, this one might go over your head. I don't know. 500-gram cake eating contest with Takaru Kobayashi. You know who he is? The guy. The uh, hot dogs, right? The, the hot dog contest. guy. Yeah. So, again, lesser-known seminar. You guys can get in. Uh, BDSM and fireworks, lady fingers and nipple clamp giveaway. Nope. <laughs> John, you'll be in, the, in, in there for that. I, I, America's I, all in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, this, this next one's a series of seminars. Uh, these were supposed to be done on two days. That's why I got a lot of them, so oh I apologize. Uh, this is a series of seminars. All right. Supply Chain Solutions 1, how to keep the product dry while swimming ashore with products strapped to your back. <laughs> which, is, yeah, which is exactly how we're going to do it. Supply Chain Solutions like 2. It. How to whistle like a locomotive while crossing an intersection as you roller skate the tracks with product strapped Strap to, to your back. back. Right. <laughs> Number three, <clears throat> supply chain solutions three. Should I mortgage my home or sell a kidney to cover the extra shipping costs? Mm -hmm. John, what would you rather do? 
What I, what's the first Mortgage one? Mortgage your home Mortgage. or sell a kidney? I don't have a home, so I All guess right. I'll sell a kidney. <laughs> All right. Well, this one, the, uh, you know, the little lady it's might be to help you out. Uh, so supply chain solutions for from port to showroom, how to expedite shipping by persuading your wife to bang truckers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's so bad. So rude. And the last one, I'll leave you with this one, a lesser-known seminar at the NFA this year for Nathan and Chris so they can go. How deep can it go, the cone-shaped fountain butt plug challenge? Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Whoever does that's going to win. Yeah, there you go. So the, Yeah, that's a uh, – yeah, I'm going to join that one. He's taking that one home. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> yeah, winner, winner. Yeah, we got cones for your butt plugs. I can see it now. You know, we're gonna, you know, years ago when they were making sparkler bombs, I was the first one to put the duct tape right by the sparklers. You know, I mean, why hide it? Let's do it. You know, right. and I may just do that butt plug and, and cone thing. You know, <laughs> there you go. More value. We could bring more. You're talking about more value. There yeah. we go. You if can we use could, this if, as a butt plug. If we could bring fireworks into the porn stores, which are some great locations along the roadside, they make great firework locations. See, right. There's you a, just you <laughs> just called out my business model. Yes. Like, where's, that's where all my locations are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, well, we actually we tried to sign a deal with, uh, was it the Lion's Den years ago? and Because yeah. uh, they, they got, you know, they used to have some really great locations all along the highways, all over. We're talking porn now, right? Well, they have yeah, porn okay. stores, okay. Lion's Den. And adult I said, adult stores, not yes. porn. adult stores. Yeah, okay. Adult stores. Yeah, where's this porn word coming from? Where's this anger coming from? I'm, kind of, yeah. I'm old. What do you, what do you think? So the Lions then had some great locations, and we came up with a. I mean, what a what a way to set up in their parking lot, because I mean, really, if a guy's getting off the highway to buy porn, you know, he wants fireworks too. Yeah, because here's the thing: he's pulling off the highway to buy porn, and he's like. Can okay, I swear? I can swear. Oh, he's no, like, ah. Oh. You just swore. We have to edit that. Oh, okay. don't. He's like, oh. I can't. I can't. We, we can't. I love to swear. No. So he goes, oh. We haven't done oh, it in 110 oh, episodes. Oh, darn. I just got done in this booth. I should bring my wife and kids, like, some fireworks to, you know, like, where were you all afternoon? I'm shopping for fireworks, you know. So um, let's see. He's going to edit me. Yeah. All of my sure. good, like, <laughs> most of my good material winds up on an editing. I'm form. just going to edit one word. I know. I like to call it Johnny after dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I keep you from losing customers. Trust me. You know, you know what's real good about having the uh, if you had a tent in the sec in the you know porn store or whatever you mm -hmm. know is uh, you know you go there for something like a little alcohol whipped cream or something you know you, you go home you get the alcohol whipped cream you get the sex suit for your wife whatever you know you grab a little firecracker or something to spark up a little cake before you know mm -hmm. there, it sounds like a, it sounds like a complete evening. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it sounds like you've been rehearsing this date. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a, yeah, that's quite quite vivid. <laughs> uh, gonna, awesome. uh, the one thing is that's going to come to my mind at like three thirty a.m. when I'm like, bing, and I'm a. I need some it. whipped cream and yeah. <laughs> alcohol. My gosh, yes, no, that's a you know, I never. And then think, of, of think about this though: how many guys might be embarrassed or <laughs> women to stop at a lion's den? Okay. So now I got this firework tent. My out buddies there. used to always send me in, and I didn't care. Yeah, see, so really you got this whatever. fireworks tent out, and I like, oh no, I'm, I'm, you know, they don't know if you're going for fireworks or if you're going in a lion's den. So the guy's, hey, he moses around the tent, and little by little, he's getting closer, and then all of a sudden he runs in there, you know, and nobody, and everyone thinks he's shopping still, 
I mean, I'm sure you you were freaked out a lot of times when you go to those massage parlors. Like, there's like a lady and kid walking by. You look like this dirty and creepy old guy. What are you saying? I don't go to massage. I don't frequent massage parlors. Oh, I'm just saying if you did, yeah, maybe. I did. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, back when I was, you know, 18 and we rented porn, it wasn't. You know, I didn't care who saw me. Well, well back yeah. then it was one eight hundred dial. Yeah, <laughs> there you one eight hundred spank. Yeah, so, I had those numbers one eight hundred. I'd say the big. It's such a different atmosphere to think about places where you can sell all year round or not all year round when you're actually talking about a location. Mm -hmm. It's completely different because in Texas you open three times a year and yeah. that's it. So yeah, so you have the. It's a different mentality. What is your winter season, which I hear is very good, but that's like New what, a week, two years. I mean, I know it's like two weeks, seven before. days, seven days. I th well, no, New Year's. So July 4th is 10, I believe. Yeah, like June 27th to July 4th. To yeah. Or June 26th, something like that. Yeah. And I you think got like seven or 10 days before New Year's. I look at New Year's as seven days. Yeah. You yeah. can open up 10, but I would say the first five days you're setting up. Yeah. You may do $100 and then, a day. And then what's your third season? Cinco de Mayo, but they took that away. Oh, they did. Okay. So oh, yeah. Cinco de Mayo, they were allowing us to do that, and now it's county by county. So if they, if they yeah. voted out – and. If you, you know, we, we opened one stand for a couple hours and it and didn't it, take long before yeah. we were told that you shouldn't do that. Shouldn't so do it, yeah. They're on it. They're on top of See, it. See, I, I grew up selling fireworks in Chicago, which is an illegal city. So we used to, you know, basically we had, um, you know, 4th of July was like the big time, you know. And New Year's really never, never clicked. But now in Chicago, we have probably about, I'd say, 30 selling seasons. You know, we have all the protests, we have the riots, <laughs> we have 4th of July, we have New Year's, Cinco de Mayo, I mean, you name Every it. Every time we, got... we break a record for the most killings in a weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now you know. you're capitalizing on these riots because they're coming out and buying the fireworks and taking them into the city. They and were taking the, so, they were buying our Roman candles and I, shooting them into cities. Well, yeah. I, I heard this and I heard this happening and for the first time in in our stand i saw it happening in fort worth where yeah. a group of people came out and spent five six thousand dollars and mm -hmm. took them back into the city yeah i yeah. had not seen that and that yeah that happened a lot in new yeah. york city new york city yeah exactly it's i know weird. it happened a lot in chicago and it happened a lot in the twin cities i know that in minnesota they did a lot of roman candle buying this year's astronomical amount yeah. of roman candles they were using them yeah to shoot at the, you know, police or whatever, or shoot wherever they're shooting them, you know. But, you know, I'm only one person. Who am I to judge? You know, I mean, I can't tell a person how to properly, tell them how to properly use it, but I can't make no. them. You can't, so. no, you can't make them. I don't and, think they know. were using them in, I think they were just reselling them for the people that don't get out of that environment. I guess it's still illegal oh, to they, shoot yeah. in the city. All these people were reselling yeah. them, yeah. They're all, they were all reselling, yeah. There's a big, big market now this year. What else you got for us, Ron? Anything? I um, I got some fireworks bumper stickers. You want to see those? No. That's might all I got. Might as well enlighten us with if a it's one. cones and butt plugs. I'm and all. Bumper I'm yeah, I don't, on. Think the, I don't think the bumper Texas, stickers are going to be much. Is, I don't, you know, go. I think we could save those for another show. <laughs> bumper stickers, butt plugs, and cones. <laughs> that that should be the name of this podcast. There I'm you go. We, we just named uh, it. What did we say said. it was? Bump, what is it? Uh, butt plugs. Co cones and butt plugs. Yeah, cones bumper and butt stickers. plugs. Yeah. Bumper stickers yeah. and fountains. Yeah. Bumper stickers, yeah. butt plugs. One podcast for us to be on. Cones, I think <laughs> I'm selling more fireworks this year for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, that pyro slut is flying off the shelf. 
Yes. People love that pyro slut. Now, if you notice, it was a little hard to see, but on the pyro slut T-shirt, besides that risque thing that he drew. Um, Say hello to the bad guys. <laughs> besides that, though, it shows you all of the uh, 100 episodes that we've had. Those are all the titles of all the 100 episodes, which are very faintly in on the T-shirt. But um, you'd like that little thing you put in the front when a you know pyro slut when a tramp is just not enough you know and um, yeah so um, there's a and I will say the pyro slut at the PGI this year <laughs> sold out. sold like crazy everyone had to get a big and you'll see it at the trade show tomorrow big there, PGI or big cake said pyro slut there's and, a uh, restaurant in Vegas in the Cosmopolitan called Egg Slut. Oh, yeah. So I didn't see how pyro slut was any worse. Yeah. Now, tomorrow. I mean, making a picture yeah. of the girl licking a rocket maybe was over the line a little bit, but I think it was I think no different justified. Than, no different than licking a pancake. Same thing. So <laughs> now tomorrow. So is, moon, is that what Aunt Jemima said? Tomorrow we'll get to see that little boxer dog walking around, and he, the owner said that he will put the pyro. Slut. You got to take a video of that I for me, take, yeah, so we can yeah. put that on our YouTube channel. He seems channel. to be a, a great selfie taker, so he'll probably be oh. the guy that takes the picture of the boxer walking around. I need a picture I, of the dog because I, I won't be here tomorrow. I told him to make sure that the face of the lady is on the dog's. You know, that boxers got like that right on you know, the back, so they can see back, it. So we can all see that girl sitting there looking. The I'll rocket. practice. Yeah, I'll practice. Yeah, yeah practice yes. on I, that. Yeah. I want to see a picture, a video of the dog with the with the, with the. The pyro everyone loves the way a boxer walks. Like, you know what I mean? And, yeah, you just see that little pyro girl wiggling down, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to take a nice video for you. There you go. I yes. like that. So, no, I think that's it because, you know, they're going to – yesterday they, like, kicked us out immediately at midnight. So, I that's think, the the, end, I think huh? we've, we've been doing this for about an hour now, so we can we And the can funny thing is nobody even knows we're in here. That's I, the thing. It's shocking to so, me. So, well, we, I feel like we should – Can we take a beanbag You or could. I feel like this is like our room. Why do you have like, larceny in your heart? You, the minute we got in here, you wanted to look steal at, stuff. Look at this. This is a legend right here. This Ch is the legend right there. <laughs> Chuck Deckers. Everyone know oh, Chuck Deckers? we've had Decker? him on here before. Huh? Does he need my spot? Um, no, I, he doesn't want a spot. He just wants to come in. No. He, he, He's I, got a I like dog it. on his shirt. So, crypto? Uh, crypto. Crypto. There you go. Who's crypto? <laughs> so, why is that funny? I don't know what crypto well, is. Well, obviously nobody here is looking at cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Oh, I, I know what cryptocurrency okay, is. It's the Dogecoin dog. Let's see. The oh, the Dogecoin. Doge. I gotcha. probably got my ass kicked today in crypto. But yeah, well, it's I mean, up to 47. It's been going down a lot. Yeah, so it went down to, it went up to 47. Well, it's volatile. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. That's why um, I choose not to look. So, Chuck, so we said, you know, we don't want to play favorites. So we set up in Red Rhino's uh, booth or in their hospitality suite last night. So I said, Ed, would you mind if we set up in your hospitality suite tonight? And he's like, no, go right ahead. <laughs> I think he misunderstood us. I thought we, I thought this was a hospitality suite, but there's no people. He didn't even show up. And there's, uh, the ice is melted, so obviously he let us move into a vacant, <laughs> vacant room. <laughs> How nice of him. So the funny thing was um, they came to Fargo, and they – Wanted to stop and see the store, you know, for PGI. And they wanted to take me to lunch. And I said, yeah, let's go to lunch. So when the check came, I said, give me that check. I want to no, no. And they're like, no, Johnny, you can't buy. We'll buy you lunch. I'm like, I am not going to be coerced into buying inferior product just for a free lunch. <laughs> so I did not let them, uh, yeah, I would not let them pay for me. I didn't want to feel obligated, you know. Well, yeah, you never so, want to feel yeah. obligated. Absolutely. <laughs> 
So Chuck, tell us. Oh yeah, let's do this thing real quick with Chuck. Give him some headphones. Chuck needs a mic. Uh, well, yeah, you're not gonna. Can't go that far. Just so take that yeah, one take out that of the stand. Yeah. yeah. And then give him. And give him All those, right, Chris. Uh, All right. So, uh, does he need headphones or no? No. Okay. As long as so, you can hear so us. Chuck, you are a icon in the business. Okay. I am. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you, you are. <laughs> he's got a very interesting. Uh, I talk a lot with Chuck, so he's a very interesting guy, very knowledgeable too, and very well liked, unliked. <laughs> okay, but anyways, so <laughs> since you are way, way smarter than I am and way, way longer in the business, what was your top demo tonight? Did you see the demos tonight? Yeah. Okay, so do you need me to refresh the names or you, or you know? It was well. The top one I was interested in was Raccoon. Raccoon. Okay, so Raccoon was your uh, number one. Yeah. How did I forget Raccoon? That, yeah. That yeah. Was good. I I was. Yeah. Uh, you 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 once again you yeah. piggybacked off of no, me and you no, didn't no. you didn't have yes. your own thoughts. Yeah, I had nothing to do with Coney. <laughs> well, you said the best three threw me off. Raccoon was mine. Okay, so you had Raccoon was your number one. Now, do you import from Raccoon? Okay, so I do. So yeah, I, I've always I've liked I've liked Raccoon. I've got some of their products. Yeah, yeah, I do like Raccoon. Okay, so Raccoon was number one. Who was your number two spot? I have to admit I did not have all the the demo sheets. Oh yeah, and that but was towards the end there, the one that you were you uh, were Tiger Two. Yes, that one. A lot of that stuff impressed me. Really, Tiger Two did. Yeah, and you, you know the way they the way they whip through them now, you <sighs> don't have time to do notes like we used to. Yeah. I, can, I put a star when I really like that's, that's all you could do, yeah, because Johnny star. they're sitting, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I even sign my name with a star, like a J, and I just go star. Yeah. So um, the, uh, that's I, the thing. We're sitting there, and they're like five minutes, three minutes, two-minute warning, and they, you know, and then, you know, like there's a couple demos last night that we couldn't even shoot all of them because they're like ran out of time, which I think is... Yeah, but, you know, they, they, they want us out of there by 10 p.m., but then they're waiting for the second bus. Get the second bus there earlier. We've always we've been waiting for that bus for two. And I'll tell you what, it's a long drive there because yeah, you hit every light. The way the lights are timed, I mean, we almost hit every light. Well, especially when he drives, he hits every light no matter what time of day. Out of the two of us, who has a valid driver's license right now? All right, he's got to go there again. <laughs> There's a story. I was just so mad that I could have brought my, I had no idea, but I could have brought my car out and used our race tractor in the afternoon. They allowed, and I really? said, well, I wish I would have known that. So if we ever wind up here again, I'll be out there racing in the afternoon. You guys Make can sure I take out an insurance policy. You can, you can cover the trade show. Yeah, so you're going with uh, <laughs> Raccoon. Number two, you were thinking Tiger Tooth? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I'll also... Surely it was my announcing. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I, I starred at least three of those. Yeah. That means... means well, you know, you probably starred uh, MC, because he did shoot some MC, and MC's got some... I import from MC as well, and MC has some really good products out there, and they were the very first... I mean, obviously everything sold, but MC really sold out uh, really fast. As soon as it got on our shelves, it sold out fast, in mm -hmm. the wholesale world, I should say. Mm -hmm. So... So Tiger Tooth and the third one? The last demo, I was walking out, and it oh, yeah. was louder outside the stadium than in. Yeah, that was uh, Coney, Island. Coney Island. Coney Island, yeah. So I don't know who Coney Island imports from, and I'm not sure how long. I don't even know anything that much about it or from the East Coast there, but I don't know too much about it. But, uh, yeah, so the, yeah, he had some uh, hard-hitting products. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you don't know what's. 
well, what's that, real. Yeah, that's just demo. it. I mean, I couldn't shoot a, a show at the, at the NFA because you naturally when you want to shoot a show at the NFA, you want to you would want to bring like all this heavy power stuff and people would love that, but then I don't think that's really fair to well, do. So go back years, they were doing that more and more and more and it got to a point where Mitch Hale was one of the worst offenders. Uh, yes, he'd yes. have everything overloaded. Yeah, and people didn't like that. Yeah. we want to see what we're going to be buying. What we can buy. Yes, so not NFA, what we can go to NFA, jail for. And if it was good, <laughs> yeah, you know. And if it was good at stopping that, and they did for a long time, they said no overloads in the demos. We're not going to let you demo if you do. Yes, and it it stayed down for a long time. Yeah, and now and it's like. Is little by little, it's starting to creep up. People what what you want to buy and not what you want to go to the jail for, I have that same philosophy on hookers. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's got some real issues. There's some deep, deep issues. We're going to get you some help, Ron. We are. We're going to take, we're going to take all the money we get for this podcast, which we'll is about six bucks, <laughs> and we're going to give you some real talented help. We owe money. But yeah, no, that's the whole thing. If you and even these tech samples, you bring these tech samples, and you know, you go to China, you see these tech samples, and if I can, and I always tell them, if I can't buy it, don't show it to me, right? Because it's it's just gonna ir. Then they said, would you, you ever go see any 1.3 shows? No, because that would only aggravate me. Because <laughs> if I can't buy it, if I can't sell it, what am I sitting here wasting my time for? I might as well just go back and you know get a uh, you know um, a hooker. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, like, I was going to say a Chinese moon pie, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah. we, are, we are so lucky that there's so much good stuff out there. There really is, yeah. I, I like T-Sky. I mean, I've imported from, I think I imported from everybody in the building. But I think, I mean, T-Sky, he's got some really good stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, But you know what? I don't know if I should say this on the air, but once again, why should I have I'll, a filter? I'll edit it out. But think about this. You got everybody comes from Panda. Nobody really knows Panda. They only know Winda. Okay. Well, you know Panda, and I know Panda, but most people know Winda. Okay. But Winda is a pretty high-priced Chinese company to do business with. And a lot of Class B. So then you got you got T Sky from Winda. You got Miracle. Well. Joe was from Window for many years, 17, 18 years. Then you got Adam from Miracle. You got Marks from Magnus. Mm -hmm. You have, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Universal. No, no. Didn't Boomwall come from that? Boomwall, no. Yeah. Well, Carson wasn't part of Window, no. Is it Joe it, with Raccoon? Joe, um, no, Raccoon was a private factory, and so was Happy Family before. Okay. So I think you got... You got um, there's another guy. You got Adam. You got and you had a you had a couple of guys that uh, that hot rocket fireworks. They went out real fast. They were just like around one year, but you got a lot of spinoff companies that a lot of people are doing business with. But wouldn't it be something if it was all funneled right back up to Panda? Think about that because the products are all basically from the same factories. I often wonder that, like if they're just not middlemen that like you know what, go off. Do your own thing. Uh, there's been a couple of American companies. We're going to mention that no names that kind of done that. You know, that happens with the Chinese imports. Yeah, because really, I mean, it could all and these could all be like, you know, what? It's like the because I always say, what is window like a training program to open up your own business? I mean, you yeah. know, I would use that same example with brothers. Like the car business. Yeah, because brothers was one of the earliest best, and they did a lot of lay, private labeling for people, so they did funnel it down mm -hmm. the channel. 
obviously. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, nobody really knew Happy Family and nobody knew Raccoon, but they were factories for many years, and now they just developed their own label. But I think with these guys all spinning off into their own little companies and people go, oh, I want Miracle, I want, my, I want Magnus, and I want, and they're all priced very high. I just wonder if all the money it somehow is not funneled back up to. Uh, What's his name? And it's a, that's a uh, publicly traded company, too, Winda, or Panda Corporation. So a little conspiracy theory there, you know. But uh, <laughs> and we've heard a couple of rumors, and I'm going to share them with you off the air, see if you've heard anything about them. Okay. But, uh, you know, not that I like to spread rumors, but, you know, I hear everything. Everyone tells me everything. You know, this, this WeChat every night till 4 in the morning, let me tell you, it pays off. <laughs> 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 when they're at their weakest moments, I'm, a, I have, I'm the listening ear for them. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of rumors floating around here. But uh, those are just some of what I always thought were, like, all these companies spin off of Panda, you know. And nobody seems to get mad, you know. Isn't there, like, a non-compete clause or anything in their contract? I know it's China, but, you know. Top key. Yeah, you know, yeah. Their parent company, they got mm -hmm. uh, Spear 76, not really a manufacturer, but they got a lot of brands. Yeah, yeah, within their yeah. I mean, they just, I mean, they like me. I have a lot of brands, but I don't really, I don't work for nobody, though. You know, I think these people actually, like, may secretly work for him. Okay. You know what I mean? I think they just work for him. I think once you they know. separate themselves, though, they still come up with their own identity, their own ideas, their own well, DNA. Well, yeah, the bottom line is, the you DNA know. The DNA may came from Panda, but at the end of the day, they're still coming up with their own. We hope. Yeah, we don't know because the fact there's a lot of products are the same. You know. Well, how many different ways can you spin gunpowder? Yeah. Now it's, it's heavy. It's really good. And the factories. If it's not heavy. It's yeah. really not that great. And the factories all want to make like a thousand cases of every item and then just you know sell to twenty different people. You know. Yeah. With a different label on it. Yeah. So. Well, that's good, though. We had a pretty good, uh, we got some good picks. We got four picks. But, yeah, so, yeah, so going back, mine was T-Sky, uh, I'm going to go T-Sky, uh, Boomwow, I'm going to go T-Sky Raccoon and Boomwow, I think is what I would would do. That would be my You eliminated three. Coney Island or whatever? Well, yeah, because, see, you, you threw me off saying, I want to do five. You know, there's five of them. Who would you rate one, one to last? But mm -hmm. in Ron's world, everybody gets a trophy. So, <laughs> you know, he said, cut it at three so we don't, you know, we don't sound bad anymore. No, I'm eliminating more people in this scenario. I don't understand <laughs> how you're making that a bad thing. Everybody gets a trophy in Ron's <laughs> world. This kid was great at baseball. He got a trophy. Hey, is, uh, is, uh, Out of the two of us, I'm the only one that played sports. Huh? Is shipping one of your topics? Shipping was a big topic Oh, yeah, yesterday. that's all we talked about this whole trip. Uh, this yeah. topic has uh, been uh, just kind of like what's going on with, you know, with this demo and stuff like that. And a lot of the joke was about how we're in the hospitality room by ourselves. Yeah. Was there a but solution? Freight? I don't know. What you're going to see, though, is there's not one company in this whole building can, can afford to freight. So you're going to see a lot less variety. You're going to see a lot of canceled orders. And you may see a lot of fireworks coming up. I get those auction reports when they auction off these containers. And you never know what's in a container. But when the product is cheaper than the price of the container, you might see some people walk away from the container, especially if they put only a deposit down. So the Chinese are a little skeptical right now. They're getting scared. Is Some of the uh, freight companies want deposits, so it's going to get very scary. Yeah. What do you think about um, maybe somebody or possibly you think anybody will open up a firework factory in America again? 
I don't think it's possible. I really don't. I think the regulations, yeah. the cost, the labor cost, the too much EPA, I, I just don't, I, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. We do have a, a guy out east that was, was trying to do something with nine shot racks, but, you know, Cam did that years ago. And, um, you know, and, and maybe it could succeed in an item that big. But the profit margin for him would probably be very small. It would still be more expensive, probably than what we'd be paying. So yeah, I don't know. And we still, we're getting, we're getting hit with high freight bills, United States side too. You know, we haven't even oh, had yeah. the fuel surcharges yes. yet. And that's usually around three fifty a gallon. And then they, we start with the fuel surcharges. You know, um, what do you think you see in the industry, Chuck? I'm, what, I mean, there's there's no one that can that can afford this freight. All right. And you know, my my son had a solution. He says, Dad, when you go to NFA, tell them they just need to buy their own shipping company. We need a port. But we need a port. And a port, yeah. That's They're the still not getting it out them. of California. Exactly. Though. California. I was in, so I was in there in So that, that was my point, which is off of that solution, is I work for a company. We have five warehouses. We import 300 containers a quarter. So we have to offload them all into our California warehouse. That's what we do, And then too. ship them to four other. So... Is there any of these vendors right now that have a warehouse in California? No. So where are they all going? Inland? No, no, they're going to California warehouse. We just don't own them. Like I did all mine. I did all. So you're offporting it into. A year. I did when so I you went paid to. For a California yeah, when warehouse. I went to L.A. and Long Beach and assessed the situation back in April. Yeah. I saw the rail not moving. I saw nothing moving. The guard is sleeping. I'm like, something's got to be done. So I decided at that point I called China up and I did everything CY to the yard. Okay. And then. All out of there. So I hired. It. I hired my own. You know, I went around. I hired my own warehouse. You know, people then warehouse, and we got them offloaded and put on trucks and sent over. So it was because uh, so that's, that's the only same way we're going to get Because if we all did, if you all did that to California, it's the same thing as. But here's you're getting it stateside. Yeah, but here's the problem, mm -hmm. though. Uh, right here is yesterday's total, and uh, just so you guys don't think I make this stuff up in the industry, which I don't. Um, we're looking at um, right here. Okay, door to door, forty thousand three twenty-five to Long Beach or LA port, twenty-nine thousand nine hundred and seventy-five dollars to go to LA, and that's a it's going to be another ten grand. You take it to one of those yeah. warehouses. Get it transloaded. They said they're going to put it on pallets. That never happened, but I didn't really care at that point. Just throw it on the semi. Of course, tons of damaged product. I got tons of pictures of that. You know, they take a 36-shot Morning Glory yeah. off the top, yeah. put it on the bottom, because, yep. and then they take a 500-gram cake and put it on top. They don't care what they do. Some are better than others, but the ones I found weren't so hot. There's been a lot of condensation damage. Yes. Of sitting so long. Yep. Oh, yeah, they're out there for 40 days. I mean, you know. I've got to say that my, my son was serious about that buyer shipping line. Yeah. And I said it kind of tongue-in-cheek because he doesn't realize it's billions of dollars. Those guys. That's not an option to no, buy your not. own shipping. No. But then, then the solution came up, well, why don't we have a shipping union? Union. And mm -hmm. that's something I've heard some Yeah, but see, we don't own about. the steamships. That's the problem. There's so. only four or five that own steamships. Now here's, the, now, here's the brains behind my whole operation. It's my cousin Joe. 
I know he doesn't. Joey, look, Indiana. He doesn't look like much, but he is the brains <laughs> of everything. You know. He doesn't look like much. All, all of my knowledge comes from him. I really, I'm like almost like Joe Biden. I sit here, I just sign checks. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I just sign things, and Joe goes, "Sign this, sign this, Uncle John." Okay. <laughs> So that's it. Joe runs the Indiana Distribution Center there uh, we have in Gary. So, um, yeah, he's got the, um, he's, we call him the Conceal and Carry Gary. It's, <laughs> it's midnight. We've got to wrap it up. So, um, we yeah. got to wrap it up because i got to pack all this stuff up. One, one quick and thing. And they're going to kick us out. One quick thing yeah. is, back to the shipping thing, is, uh, you know, no one could care about the fireworks or anything, but like Johnny was telling me earlier in the day is, you know, what's going to happen when the $400 refrigerator is $1,000 or the $600 refrigerator is $2,000, you know? No one could care about fireworks, but soon when everything else is expensive, people are really going to fare. Wait till Christmas when they're... Heads are going to roll. They're already telling people, I heard they're going to say, you know, these Christmas containers aren't going to make it. Go Christmas shopping now. Well, then what... So what are the stores going to do at Christmas? Close up? I mean, I don't, you know... Halloween stores. I want. I walked through one because I wanted to see what kind of merchandise they had, you know. Because I know I missed. I missed uh, Christmas and I missed. Uh, you know, uh, I missed New Year's and I missed Fourth of July with some containers. So the Halloween store didn't look too bad that we were just in here in Erie, but the bottom line is we don't know what they had left over from last year because how how well was Halloween during the whole COVID thing? You know what I mean? So their stuff might have been left over, but. There's two, every business, when you think about it, is seasonal. Every business really is seasonal, you know. And um, even the food industry has their, you know, their holidays, their sales are well, way up. Summer sales go down. You know, there's, there's different, you know, there's, everything is seasonal, you know. And, um, and how it's going to play out. I mean, I walked through a Target the other day, and I mean, there's whole sections of Target that are just not even in use. I mean, that was kind of scary, you know. And, um, you know. So you're, I think you'll see a lot of less variety all over the place with every item because, you know, this tablecloth isn't selling so great. Maybe we don't need to buy it. Maybe we'll just let that one go. And I was telling them, I don't know how you're going to do your store, but uh, me as an importer, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to assess everything back in January, see what comes on, see what's going on in January with these freight rates, and I may just start cut, 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 cut because there's no way that I can bring in the variety in the cases that I've ordered uh, base with these shipping rates right now, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And novelties will suffer immensely. Uh, 200 grams, 500 grams, and, and reloadables are going to be the only thing on our shelves, which is the stuff we really don't make a lot of money on. And it costs us the most to cover, as far as profit margins, you know. I think so. Can you make the same profit on a 219 shot rack as you can on a 3612 rocket? I was going to say, <laughs> if you do, I want to know what you're doing. <laughs> But I'm saying that, you know, some of these bigger items, you know, I mean, freight's count. $48, $50 a case, yeah. you know. And I, I got the, I got the, I got it at $455 a CBM, which is only 30000 So, see, I'm, I'm $10,000 off. So, now if we're looking at 40000 just say $40,000 divided by, just say 68, but you know you're not going to get 68. You're going to get 67 or 66. The container can hold 68, but you're going to say maybe, I'll say 68. You're $588, a CBM. That's incredible money. What did you say the freight is to your bill? 40000 I just, just, 40, just 
door to door. 40,000, 29,000 LA. Can I save maybe three, four grand? Maybe, you know, I'm going to see. I, I booked it to LA. We'll see what I can get, you know. I'll see what I get a trucker to get it, you know. But you know, got to remember, and you know that not every trucker can pick up from the rail yard. That's only a certain group. And then they got to take it to an off-site thing, you know. That's your off-site. You've yeah. got to load it to an off-site. Yeah. If you're off, that's your. And then you got to, and then you got to find a guy that wants to go from California to North Dakota. And what's he going to go back with? Or there's a lot of, you know, there's, you know how freight is. It's, it changes every day. So, but yeah, you're talking 40,000 today. And I mean, yeah, we're at 455, and now you do that math, and you're at 588. Where rail was cheaper too, and now they won't even deal with rail. No, they don't. No, they don't want to because they want their container back that much exactly. faster. But you know, rail was cheaper than you're going to freight it to wherever you're going to freight it. To. Yeah. So, like, uh, what's a, a nine-shot rack? What zero point one nine six or something? I think is a nine-shot rack CVM. I think something like that times five eighty-eight. <laughs> it might. I hope it's not that big. Maybe it's a what is it? Zero point one two nine or something like that. Five five hundred shot or nine-shot rack zero point one two nine. Times 588 could be 75 hours in freight alone. Like to know if you, like everyone else, you, to a point where you, the cost of your merchandise is now less than your shipping. It is. It is. I don't have a container worth 40,000. No, we don't. Not really. No. There might be a couple that come in. You know what I mean? There might be a couple that come in from maybe uh, Bay High, but yeah. not many. I think most of my containers are 32, 34, 36. Yeah. So right now, so that's why I said you can. If a guy doesn't have the money, you might say, oh, just walk away from it. Because I've always wondered, you know, when I get these auction sheets, what could be in the containers? You can't see it. And they won't let you look at it. But you always say, what could be in the container that somebody would walk away from, the, from the fee? Yeah. What would be in there? Like, say, a thousand buttons? What would be in there, you know? I went to China with a guy that imported punks. Mm -hmm. That's, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it's like, like, but, but, well, that's it. And 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 and, and then when when freight when freight was five thousand dollars a container, and you yeah. walked away from it, you had to think what could be in there that it was less that was less than five thousand, or would make this guy walk away. But don't forget when you walk away Maybe from forty thousand dollars in freight, you usually walk, walk away, away two months later, and you're you paying all that daily storage. At usually about a hundred bucks a day, which is negotiable. But a lot of people don't know that. So you're looking at they might hit them with a, a six thousand dollar on top of the forty thousand to get that container out, and you may say, uh, you know what, I walk away. But still, at the end of the day, what could be in a container less than five thousand? But when a container costs forty thousand dollars, you might want to bid on some because <laughs> there's a lot of product can be in there less than forty thousand dollars. Yeah. So I don't know. I might go back into bidding. <laughs> I could start a new TV show, though. Storage Wars, Container Wars. <laughs> there you go. Hosted. Like that. Hosted well, by Johnny Stark. Hey, what about Ron the Banker? Where yeah, am I? Ron the Banker, <laughs> you're in there. All right. you Where the I go, you go. I'm in the mix. You have the equipment. I have nothing. <laughs> this is true. I don't have a walkie-talkie or nothing. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you. Hey, yes, take care. Thank you. Hey, Nice meeting you. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Yep. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me on the podcast, guys. Can you write down your last name? Yes, sir. Print your last name so I can put it in the show notes so I make sure we give you credit? Yes. We like to give and if you have a company you want to be affiliated with, put that in there, too, so I can make sure we get in the show notes. 
Well, John, this is it. We're done. I'm leaving, so no more of these. So you can, you're free of, of this uh, albatross around your neck. I'm going to go have a drink we as soon to, as you leave tomorrow. We, <laughs> we have to do our annual Halloween show. We'll do that next month. Coming okay. up, we have to unbox Pyro Slut. We got one waiting. I think I got the last one in captivity. You better check with the with the with the transportation guy. Does no, it's in my garage. Oh, okay. It's well, at home in Chicago. It's in my garage, know. sitting there. This is okay. The, all the the uh, slew of uh, construction guys are keep asking me, "What's in this pyro slut box?" So, but we have to do an unboxing, so we'll get some more stuff up there and. Uh, Stop by, everyone. Get your keychains. Get your T-shirts. We got some metal signs to give away. Yes. Yes. So, absolutely. Uh, stop by. All right. All right. This has been a good one, John. Sounds good. Thank Talk you. Talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you, guys. That made it entertaining. Twilight, the long shadows are warning. There is no joy in the morning's dawn. Will it be soon when they ascend to darkness and the rockets will rise so strong? Brave. Double breaks Screaming out Turning green Turning blue Sweet viral time Nighttime always sets the mood It's my bloodline With the joy for what makes me happy, I spend my time with the pyro crew. And when I'm done, curfew is not a deadline, I have the time for more tattoos. Stop. Blowing 